the two recipients that have made it to the final spots are, Sa are Saline Beam and Marcus Amandor. Saline Beam is 30. She is female and she's a biochemist. Her abilities and other talents are biochemistry and some pathology. Her appearance. She has black hair down to her shoulder blades. She's about five foot one inch tall, and she has a rather slim build. Her usual clothing uh, is a lab coat covering a business suit that has a very loud tie. She can speak English, Spanish, the Latin American version, and Russian. Her level of education is a master's degree in both biological and chemistry. Marcus Amandor is 28, he is male, and he is an engineer and programmer. His abilities include professional programming, he's been a student in all courses outside his major in college, and has learned more about coding, more coding languages, or practical engineering and other mechanical pursuits. Builds and programs primitive robotic objects as a hobby. He is 5'6", with sandy blonde hair and a lighter Mexican complexion and bright green eyes. He has a fairly muscular build and works out regularly to maintain it. His usual clothing is jeans, a white t-shirt and plaid overshirt, tennis shoes. Professional is a bright pink fitted suit when needed. He speaks Gaelic, Irish, English, and Chinese. He has a master's in two colleges, the one in Harvard and one in Yale. There are your final two. Which one do you want to hire for this job? Now, <laughs> I think that we'll take both of them. Marcus stepped up to the man who'd hired him, smiling in his professional suit. He'd gotten it for his birthday before moving out and was careful not to get much bigger than he already was. It fit perfectly at the moment, and he was proud of that. He looked around, shaking the man's hand and waiting. Supposedly, a really hot girl was going to be his co-worker. He didn't know what her job was, so he figured she was a secretary. But still, a cute girl was a cute girl. Good for working up with, but pointless in the end unless they had the brains to back up the beauty. He wondered if she'd be smart enough to keep him interested. Celine walked into the room and stopped dead in her tracks. There, standing next to the man who had hired her, was a very good-looking man in a pink suit. Why do the good-looking ones always have to be gay? She thought to herself as she walked forward. She found herself straightening her tie. It was an elaborate tie that had many clashing colors and flavors in it. She internally chided herself. Again, she thought, he's most likely gay, so that's not happening. But if he isn't, another part of her thought. Anyways, as she reached the man, she extended her hand. Hello, my name is Saline Beam. Pleasure to meet you, she said in a cool, soft voice. He smiled at her, noticing her get up. Pretty. She was his co-worker, based on the immediate interaction. 
smart enough for social situations then. We shook our hand, grinning. Everyone had white teeth these days. You'd think cosmetics would have fallen to the wayside in the face of interplanetary travel, becoming easy and commonplace. But no, now everyone could easily alter themselves with the small price of a few days of pay. We didn't trust that stuff and refused to touch surgery, so it relied on the natural beauty products like toothpaste. It was shockingly distinct look from the altered people. Natural beauty had an oddly realistic appearance that surgery lacked. She had the same look, which he appreciated. I'm Marcus Amandor. Pleasure to meet you. I'm a programmer on the project. What's your position? Smile politely. If he showed no interest other than possibly friendship, she'd hopefully not be too interested in him, and then get emotionally invested. Celine smiled as Marcus took her hand. I'm the biochemist. My job is basically to make sure we have everything organic that we need to live. Yikes. There is no hope for a relationship here. He doesn't seem to be interested at all. Almost unconsciously, Celine straightened her time again. Well, I know we'll be working very closely in the near, f- near future. What, with us being on the only habitable spot on Europa and all? Celine let her eyes go down Marcus's body. He was extremely good-looking. Shame he was gay. She turned to the man who had hired her. Well, I'm heading in if you want to follow. And with that, she entered the space shuttle. He blinked, watching her. A biochemist. Very smart, then. Some might say smarter than him, himself among them. Then she looked over him, clearly liking what she saw, but she'd seemed disappointed. He felt confused and watched her head onto the shuttle. He stared at her for a minute and blushed strongly. I'm in love, he muttered to himself, following her on board and smiling at her. So, what brought you into this project? The pay or the excitement of new life? A chance to prove myself, Celine thought as she walked through the corridor. I simply enjoy my job, she replied coolly to Marcus's question. He nodded, smiling. Nice. What's your favorite part about it? The friends you meet amongst the co-workers or the work itself? He was hoping for an opening of some sort. Maybe he could try flirting? No, no, too soon. They'd barely met. He had to get to know her first. Then he could flirt. Hopefully, she responded well to flirting. The work itself. I enjoyed the experiments and equipment. It just seems very fun. Celine looked at Marcus again. The question she had asked her about what her favorite part of her job had her a bit flustered. So why did you join, Marcus? What made you come out here? She looked away and continued to walk down the corridor. He bit his lip just enough to keep his regret at the lack of an opening from showing. Slow build camaraderie it was. Difficult to time right. If I'm honest, the alien engineering. I'm a programmer, but I dabble in mechanics and complex machines. Seeing an entire place built by creatures of advanced technology 
and wildly different culture than us. Right there to see with ease. It gets me excited, and I'm a nerd. The programs that they wrote and the languages that they write in are also going to be fascinating. If I can find a way to translate it, well, that'll be a hobby at best. He smiled, walking with her and trying to fit into a friendship role. For now. Celine looked at him. He's trying too hard for something. I wonder what it is, she thought to herself. Maybe provoke him a bit? Might get some of those emotions out to where we want to see them. So basically, you like to look at the genius of others and figure it out, giving yourself the credit? She asked, looking at Marcus to try to gauge his reaction. He froze, then glared at her. That would be awful. No, I like to understand the genius of others. If I figure out the language, reading the journals will tell me how they lived their lives. If I understand the construction of machines, it'll tell me more about the culture and the mechanical principles. If I crack the programs, I'll see fascinating creations of programming never seen before. That'll help me improve my own craft, help the rest of you all do your jobs. What do you take me for? Some kind of thieving parasite? He was tense and looked very upset though not specifically at her. Not the first time he'd heard such a comment then. Imagine if you got a hold of one of their corpses. You can't claim credit, but you certainly find it fascinating. Their machines, language, and programs are all my version of you getting their bodies, plants, or some containers of old dead diseases. I... He stopped, blushing and looking away. Sorry, I didn't mean to rant. He didn't look at her again, unless she addressed him. Embarrassed, angry, and disappointed in himself, he fledged down the hallway. That was interesting, Celine thought to herself. She looked at Marcus, who seemed embarrassed. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, Marcus. I just tend not to think before I speak. A slight blush rose to her cheeks at this pronouncement. He shook his head. It's fine. I just hate that everyone still thinks every programmer is just a hacker out to steal everything. He looked up at her, freezing and blushing. She was blushing. Crap. That had probably been the moment he was supposed to flat, he realized. He really hoped that he hadn't just friendzoned himself. Um, you look nice. You certainly seemed well prepared for this. Marcus smiled, forcing it for a moment before it came natural. What was that? Celine thought to herself after he complimented her on her look. Is he... No, he's not. He's just trying to make small talk. Thanks, you look good as well, Celine said softly, her blush rising a bit more. He's gay, she reminded herself. I don't think that's what programmers are at all. Anyways, we're here. Celine entered the shuttle and looked at the first class accommodations that were being given them. She almost gasped, but regained her composure 
smiled at Marcus and took a seat facing a window near the middle of the shuttle. He nodded, sighing. Yeah, okay. Thank you. He got into a seat opposite hers, near enough for conversation, but far enough to be private. If they didn't want to talk, it'd be a trip of a few days, so they'd have time to talk later. Hello everybody, that violin guy here for a few quick announcements. First of all, thank you for listening to the first episode of this romance sci-fi thing that Battlemaster slash Shadefinder and I are doing. This is a text-based RPG completely in a direct message on Discord that is what we've been working on, so I really hope you've enjoyed this. We've put a lot of effort into it, and this is our first episode that we are currently releasing. The name of this series is The Dreams of Europa, and as you saw, this is the first episode as Confusion at First Sight. We don't have a current Facebook or anything else, but if you want to find us on Discord, that's Battlemaster or Shadefinder, depending, and that violin guy. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.